0: Welcome to the That Don't Fit podcast, a podcast where we're dedicated to talking about life and life's real issues that cross racial and generational lines. My name is Jared Torrance, and I'm here with my co host, Andy Farmer. We're friends, we're pastors, we're wanting to help people talk and process life in a crazy world. Welcome to the conversation.
1: Hey, folks, thanks again for all your feedback. Um, we love doing this show. Uh, we wish we could do it every single night. Every single night. Every single night. We have so much we want to say. We have to go home and just commit to not talking about anything to save it. I love it. For the show. But because of that, you get the kind of quality that you're getting. And we want to, you know, here's a, here's some feedback. Uh, that we really appreciate it based on
0: that. Yes, so, uh, review of the week. I was hoping for
1: alliteration, but that didn't work yeah,
0: right. <laughs> Re- Review of the week. Uh, this week it's coming from Ninjace. N-I-N-J-E-I-C-E. Uh, the review is titled, Needed in These Times, Five Stars. This is a new podcast, but I've heard these two gurus... <laughs> talk about these kinds of serious, complex, difficult topics before, parentheses, they're both pastors at a church, and I know that they bring wise, thoughtful, carefully nuanced biblical perspectives to whatever subject they engage with. They also bring a refreshing dynamic since they cross generational and racial lines. that's in the intro, Um, but are also good friends, which comes across in the way they communicate, listen to each other, and navigate through complicated issues together. Give it a listen, exclamation point. Thank you, Ninjase. Thank you. That's
1: great. That man. is a
0: well-worded, that, encouraging that, yeah. review.
1: That makes me feel good. Yeah, I feel like we can yeah. do another one. Let's do another one right now. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should lead into an episode. Yeah, Before we do that, though, I have to ask you. Oh, man. You and I both have blue plastic cups, right? <laughs> That's not a question. Oh, right, yes. Right? Yes. With water in them. Oh, uh, okay. Make sure. But, but think about this. When's the last time you didn't have a red plastic? I, you know what?
0: I had this moment earlier today because yeah. I grabbed a cup from the office and yeah. I'm like, it's blue. I'm not sure what to think about it. It seems like it's a different shape, right? The yeah. big ones are the red ones are thicker.
1: Yeah, yeah. but Wider. Yeah. This feels like. I don't like it. I, I think I, know, I hate it. It's a nice blue, but it just doesn't
0: and it's like a huge too like i wish you got like if we wish we had smell of it or yeah, uh yeah if you guys vision. were here yeah if you guys or were here you would
1: see sensory sight
0: i think i'm sold on the blue oh wow that was a I turn am on. i think i'm sold on the blue. i yep, hate it i'm
1: looking at it <laughs> no I, it's
0: a I it's a that. nice it's a nice blue i don't want Do you to prefer drink. the red or you just don't like the blue i no, the blue is great because it's like dark well, you the just top. said you didn't like it i know i hate it <laughs> but it's it's nice if that makes yeah, sense i hate it but it's nice I that don't want, make any sense at all.
1: I want my red cup back. Yeah, but but you, this you, is you, beautiful. This is a yeah. beautiful cup. Okay, so if this wasn't actually in the same shape, you'd like the color. Yeah. But it's in the same shape. Yeah, of your red. Yeah, I feel like I'm it's cheated same, out of liquid. you out of your red. And cup. I, I, take my liquid yeah. seriously. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. Bring on the blue <laughs> cup.
0: So, um, okay. in order for you to know what you, like, uh, so we just demonstrated what we're about to talk about. Yes. You knew how you felt about this cup. Some Without would say doubt. that you were self-aware of how you feel about the cup, right? This was all planned from the beginning. This, yeah, so just, this was our we, intro. This was,
1: <laughs> it's all, it's actually just scripted just like we did it.
0: <laughs> word for word, <laughs> verbatim. Um, something that we're wanting to do... Uh, um, but I, and as we do these things, it actually helps because no matter what's happening, we're going to be coming at it cross-generationally and cross-ethnically. Yeah. And so something that we like to do is talk about different topics we're studying, things that we're uh, being made made aware of through different circumstances or something that God is teaching us. And uh, so what we are going to explore today, I think like last time, not last time, I don't know how many episodes ago it was, but we talked about anger. Um, I was reading the book. I was like, this is dope. Let's talk about it. And um, Andy's going to drive this show with a topic I think we do all need to consider, and that is self-awareness. So, Andy, what is self-awareness? Why is it important? Is it in the Bible? How can I get more of it? Do I want any more of it? Yes. That's the episode.
1: That's That's the episode right there. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you
0: very much. Uh, We will see
1: you. Yeah, this is a this is something that uh, I've been studying a good bit about. Uh, I, I I deal with it when I work with church planners. I, I work with church planners and uh, and do a cohort of church planners and um, in other contexts, and certainly in counseling you come across it. In life, you come across it. This idea of self awareness. I love. I'll start with a quote from Martin Lloyd Jones. Come um, on, now that sort of sort of encapsulates what I mean by it. He, uh, Jones says. The fact that you've become a Christian does not mean that you cease to have to live with yourself.
0: <laughs>
1: so that's basically what we're talking about. Um, I started thinking about it a bit because I, I was doing something and I decided to do one of those, uh, those uh, emotional intelligence tests, okay. you know, you, where you go in and try to figure out emotional intelligence. If you don't know that. It's, it's no, I know. Emotional.
0: I've never heard of a test, test of it. Test.
1: Uh, I have to find it. Uh, no, no, he ain't doing <laughs> no enneagrams. Um, <laughs> no shade
0: if you do that, though. Uh, <laughs>
1: psychology, psychology Today from them. No, something else. Um, but anyway, uh, I did the test uh, thinking that I had a high range of emo- emotional intelligence because I am a pastor. Yes. Oh, and it no. graded me as a psychopath. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> <say it's- laughs> And I thought, maybe I, maybe there's a part of me I don't, I don't stay in contact with here. But, uh, yeah, I was like, uh, it was, I was off the charts in terms of like, you know, socially no understanding of anything (laughs) and probably, uh, uh, unbalanced, um, (laughs) And I realized is, sorry, that's such an intense
0: word, man.
1: They couldn't just be like, you could not. You should work it, on actually, this. Yeah, yeah. They did that, but I was down on the case. Um, I think the actual word, let me be fair, I think the actual word sociopath. was what was borderline sociopath.
0: Oh my gosh, I was joking. Yeah, no. <laughs> so,
1: so so anyway, that's that's uh that's me. Okay. Um, great. <laughs> But I realized the reason that's an issue, or is it, obviously if it's true, it's a big issue. Uh, but um, the reason I think I, I I went back and looked at the questions and how I did so poorly <laughs> is because all the questions were kind of like, you know, so you are, you are, you're an empathetic person with other people, or you think of others. You Know all those kind of questions, and I, you know, honestly, I was going, nah, <laughs> n- not really, you know, because see, I, I, I have a doctrine of sin that says there's nothing <laughs> altruistic <laughs> going on, right? Yes, yes, and I, so I'm answering yes. honestly, and I can't say, oh, yeah, I, I care about the, the feelings of other people more than yours, uh, more, more than, than mine. No, I don't, yeah. I, you know, uh, I mean, I, I can. <laughs> And if I God's grace. I do, yes, but if yes. you're talking about you know just day in and day out, right? You know. So if you just answer it honestly, oh, that's so awesome. th- it's funny, and it, and it just showed me that there's this way that the world, uh, the culture wants to think about itself as right. being inherently okay, mm-hmm. but I've got other things outside me that are making me messed up. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Christian thought, no, I've got plenty inside me making me messed up. Yeah, I don't need the w- the world outside. It contributes. It exacerbates, you know, what's going on. But, I, you, you know, I can't be what they're trying to make me be in that test, right? Mm-hmm. So that got me thinking about, well, how do I assess myself? I, th- I don't want to be that, that kind of guy or, who just says, well, everything about me is terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of what we used to call, you know, worm theology. where yes. Where, you know, I'm just, a, I'm just a mess. I don't think that's what Paul is saying when he's talking about um, he's the worst of sinners. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the category he's talking <clears> about. We'll talk about that more, but... Um, so, so I got this idea. What am I talking about? Uh, this idea of self awareness. I, my, uh, my wife and I used to talk about. It. Jill used to talk about it because she found that her struggles, and I may have mentioned this in an in episode before, her struggles tended to be like she'd do something and then people would remind her. I don't think that was a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so we used to talk about the idea. She just wished she had like like uh, like eyeballs in her fingers, so she could hold her hand out and watch her <laughs> self act in front of other people <laughs> and so if i ever write a book on this it's going to be called eyeballs in my fingers because i think that's an accurate description <laughs> of, Vito. Of, of, of what of what because i think the, i think the cover art would be great no is, oh man <laughs> i just picturing the pan's labyrinth
0: yeah, right exactly. Yes, exactly yeah, 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 with the right. hand eye thing
1: and so but anyway, that's the idea. Wish I wish I could see myself yes, the way others see me, mm-hmm. right? That's the whole kind of an idea. You know, one way to look at it is, um, is uh, you know, we're talking about like what is my blast zone? When I hit somewhere, what gets affected when I'm there? Oh wow! And how do I affect other people? Um, I don't you know, know, if I'm if you know, am I cannonballing into the water with everybody, you know, splashing everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, am I just you know, am I aware that other people can get splashed? Whatever that is. Yeah. That's how I. That's that's what I mean by this. You know, it, so self awareness is not me being constantly thinking about myself. For example, it's it's like it's not emotional intelligence. It's not how how uh, well I feel like I connect with other people. Um, it's not sort of a there's a classical view of what they called self knowledge that came uh, from the Greeks from the idea of self examination. So the Greeks were really into do self examination, mm-hmm. know thyself. And then work on the things that you see because you have the ability to assess yourself. It's not that we can talk about that. It's not Eastern mindfulness. If you're aware of mindfulness, mindfulness is, is the idea that I can empty myself of myself, right? And then uh, and then be filled with something else or with nothing. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I basically have control through my through my regulation of my thought patterns to redefine myself internally. It's not that. Um, it's not it's not a like a self tracking where I'm just always kinda kinda you know checking to see how I'm doing everything. Or yeah, it's not, yeah. not self hacking where I just always got these little things that are kind of kinda trying to tweak me in different ways. Um, and it's not what I would call the postmodern self fulfillment, that that sense of, you know, I just got I gotta express myself, right, know right. myself, be myself. <clears throat> Everybody has to accept me as myself. It's none of that. Um, It's not me living my own truth You hear that all the time You you leave leave your own truth But Spoken like a true (laughs) sociopath It has more to do with Do I recognize My strengths, my weaknesses How they interplay uh, Where my tendencies are um, In my sinfulness Where my graces are Mm -hmm. uh, How people perceive me In a way that I can recognize Am I having the the effect God wants me to have on people. Do I have blind spots? That's a big one, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Well, I think more so where are my blind spots? Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we've all got blind spots. So you, you know, the problem is we don't see them. Yeah. You know, uh, Paul Tripp, he said something great one time. He said, uh, he, he said, people who are, who are physically blind know they're physically blind and they work to, uh, to deal with that in a way they can live in a world that doesn't um, doesn't accommodate easily people who are seeing impaired um, spiritually blind people think they see
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they don't yeah and so they that's live hard. blind in the way they impact other people in the way they live their lives the, the choices they make and so um, so that's what we're talking about this idea that we have blind spots we have grace we have we have strength, we have weaknesses, we have sin tendencies, our backgrounds, all those things form us, and are we aware of how they do? So my definition, uh, what I would call biblical self-awareness, yeah. is it's a scripturally governed, I'm going to say it a couple times, scripturally governed application of personal reflection for the sake of wisdom in my life, in my relationships, and in my mission. So basically what I'm saying is, uh, I, I, the Bible... Informs how I think about myself for the purpose of how I live my life, how I affect other people, and what I do for God in this world. Okay. That's what it is. Can I get, do I have a handle on that? Do I, can I, can I process that? Because the big category is wisdom. So that's what it is. Yeah. If I were doing this as a t- teaching, when I'm not, um, Proverbs 2, 1 through 10 is a great place to go. It's yeah. basically the the idea of how we seek wisdom and what wisdom gives us. Um, I'll, I'll read it, and then we'll just kind of move on. Um, Proverbs 10, 2, 1 through 10. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commands with, it, with you, making your ear atten- attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight, and raise your voice for understanding. If you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord, which is, and find the knowledge mm-hmm. of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He's a shield to those who walk in integrity and guarding the paths of justice and watching over the ways of his saints. Then this is where you kind of get mm-hmm. to the ultimate <clears> fruit of it. You will understand righteousness and justice and equity and every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. There's a, there's a really important principle here, that that the that text flows um, first of all from what we receive, uh, my son. If you receive my word, so right. you talk about it's what we get from God. That, the origination of anything wise comes from God. But it doesn't exclude us from, from seeking it. So he goes on to say, make your ear att- attentive to wisdom, incline your heart. So we're seeking it. And there's a lot about seeking it in that text. Um, the result of, of God giving and us seeking is then you will understand mm-hmm. the fear of the Lord and mm-hmm. find the knowledge of God and, that, and and blessing will come out of that. <laughs> Who I am. Being a blessing to others and a, um, you know, a wise person living wise in relationships and bearing good fruit mm-hmm. in this world will be the fruit of someone who receives and goes after wisdom as it relates to how I live my life. We're not talking about how do I make you know, good choices, this job or that job, or right, those kind right. of things. We're talking about who I am. Am I consciously uh, focused on who I, who I am uh, in wisdom? Um, so there's three sort of understandings. So any any uh, thoughts on that at all?
0: No, sure I think that's it. really good. I think uh, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Proverbs too, and just I love the connection of the Word of God governing and being authoritative, and yep. how we perceive ourselves and what true knowledge even comes from. Because I think uh, <clears throat> I think our natural inclination is to step away from kind of an unmoving authority, right? Like. Yeah. God's word's not going to change, um, but our feelings will <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. our disposition will. And even what the trajectory of kind of what the, out, like worldly wisdom will shift yeah. in what is right and what is wrong and what is moral and what is immoral and what true fulfillment even looks like and what is attainable and what does, uh, what self-awareness even looks like yeah. uh, from a worldly standard is going to change p- pretty much yearly. um, <clears throat> And so when we buck up against the immovable Word of God, I, I think it it sharpens us, but it is a hard thing to lean into because it doesn't. It's, we have to adapt and mold to what God's Word says. Yeah. Because um, yeah. we're, we're, the, we're the malleable changing factor here. God's yeah. Word is not going yeah. to
1: change. And we don't recognize <clears throat> it, but we filter what we get from God's Word. Right. We miss things. I mean, that's the whole point of why right. you don't just read the Bible through one time right yeah yeah because you know you're not going to get it all mm-hmm. and it could be the fact that you don't understand things it could be back you're having a life experience with to shape that right you haven't studied it well whatever it is but you read the Bible because each day God intends to speak through it but we're also people who tend to look for things one of the things that we when when I'm when I'm talking to somebody uh uh, in a counseling environment we're talking about their their bible reading I just I try to help people not just kind of go to the Bible based on how they feel they're doing, yeah, because you're reading into the Bible what it should say, I think we just recognize that we do that, and so this idea of seeking wisdom, this awareness is yeah, I need the Bible to both encourage me and to correct me mm. and to instruct me and I have to be willing to let it change the way I view things. Yeah. But I do bring blind spots to the Bible as well. Yes. Um, So there's three sort of understandings that I have about biblical uh, self-awareness. One is that it's resolutely God-oriented. By that I mean uh, that I I don't want to have the tendency to assess myself, look at myself without reference to God. At the very beginning of Calvin's Institutes, his opening lines uh, are are, uh, magnificent. Um, They are there because he is trying to help the reader see from the get-go that, yes, we should look at our lives, but we do it in light of who God is. And so Mm -hmm. he says, Our wisdom, insofar as it ought to be deemed true and solid wisdom, consists almost entirely of two parts, the knowledge of God and ourselves. He's trying to protect people from a a knowledge of God with no real application to self. It is evident that man never attains a true self-knowledge until he has previously contemplated the face of God and come down after such contemplation to look into himself. Mm-hmm. Men are never duly touched and impressed with the conviction <clears throat> of their insignificance until they've contrasted themselves with the majesty of God. If we're not focused and resolutely on God, we get bigger. Right. That doesn't always mean we feel better about ourselves. Our problems get bigger. Mm. Our, mm. Sense of, our sense of abandonment from other people get bigger. Our offenses get bigger. Everything gets magnified when God is minimized.
0: Yeah, because when God's minimized, your security also your is
1: security's minimized. Your security is gone, exactly. Yeah. Not just, you know, God, <clears throat> what God does is he, he rightly places you under him, which is the most secure place you can be. Yeah. We push him away, we're unsecure, and now we've got to protect ourselves. Now we got to, and we're vulnerable. Um, so we can never get to biblical self-awareness through introspection alone. Right. It just isn't possible. Wait,
0: can I can I riff yeah. off that first one yeah. real quick, just from Isaiah fifty seven, um, from wait, ready? So from Isaiah fifty seven, which is you know the little heading is comfort for the contrite. <clears throat> this is Isaiah fifty seven fifteen. It says for thus, for thus for thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who and we're talking about God obviously here, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. So God, our vision, we're gonna get smaller, we're looking at the big holy awesome God. I dwell in the high and holy place. And also with him who was of a contrite and lowly spirit. So this majestic, glorious, big, holy God who dwells high in the holy place is also going to be with us, uh, the contrite and lowly spirit and his purpose in what he's doing and in the business of is to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. And so, as you're saying, like that security is there the yeah. more we're looking at God as we're seeing His holiness, His glory, and that He's in the business of reviving the heart of the lowly, which yeah. is just a comfort and a security.
1: It's a comfort, yeah. and what, 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 uh, what Calvin's doing is saying you need both. Both, yeah. It's not just pondering God. Mm-hmm. It's pondering God and then turning to yourself and saying, in light of who God is, who therefore am I? Yeah. And, and, and how do I conform myself Uh, by God's grace, to what I'm meant to be. Um, Second one is, to be self-aware biblically is to be ruthlessly realistic. J.I. Packer quote, um, to live wisely, you have to be clear-sighted and realistic, ruthlessly so, that's where it comes from, in looking at life as it is. Wisdom will not go with comforting illusions, false sentiment, or the use of rose-colored glasses. (laughs) Uh, these are his classic Packer. Yes, you know, okay? Yeah. Okay. He's you know definitely a different generation. Um, but I don't even know what rose colored glasses are.
0: I, I almost said it in our last episode. Oh really? Mm-hmm. You almost said. Did you yeah. know what they were? Uh, well I was going for it, but I said like rose. What did I say? And then I said yeah. uh, I went to pie in the sky.
1: Yeah. Rose, I, I, rose pie in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes.
0: what I. <laughs> sorry, continue. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna remember this um, quote now.
1: But he says this. Most <laughs> of us live in a dream world. With our head in the clouds and our feet off the ground, we never see the world and our lives in it as they really are. This deep-seated, sin-bred unrealism. Mm. In other words, what he's talking about is is people who are denying what is really true about them. um, Is one reason why there's so little wisdom among us, even the soundest and most orthodox of us. It takes more than sound doctrine to cure us of unrealism. I love that. <laughs> I love what he's talking about there. That sense of we, if we're going to be real, yeah. uh, it means we need to face the things about ourselves that we don't particularly want to face. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone today about, uh, about um, you know, just encouragement and, and the difficulty sometimes of giving and receiving encouragement and why some people really need it and other people don't and just... Was reflecting how I I can be the kind of guy who just doesn't need it. Why? Because I'm self sufficient, <laughs> right? And because I'd rather not get encouragement if it also means I'm g- going to get correction. I so don't want. <laughs> so don't want correction that I'll just throw the whole thing out. Just, just don't throw it all. Ba- just, the yeah. Baby in the bathwater. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> baby in the bathwater, <laughs> tub and everything else, sponge. It all went out. So, <laughs> but it's just it's just what we do. We just live with an unrealistic viewpoint of who we are. Yeah. And then uh the third one is biblically biblical awareness is is redemptively self-reflective. I got a great quote from John Newton, I'm going to share it. But uh you know, one of the things I'm seeing here for example is you know, as I'm getting older, right? The effects of getting older. Um uh a friend of mine said, "Hey man, we're, you know, we got a bunch of folks going out and playing soccer. Come on out." And like number one, here. I'm like, wow, he asked me to play soccer, which which means he doesn't think I look like somebody who should never be out there. Um, It's a compliment. Yeah, it's it's a compliment. I took it as a compliment. But the second one is like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. yeah, Right. I mean, I can probably go and run around, but Mm -hmm. will it look anything like what I've always thought soccer should look like when I play it? No, it won't. And I'm scared. I'm yeah, scared to yeah. go do it. But, uh, but it's just reflecting on age is something that God's pressing me into. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to live the way the culture wants me to live, which is an age denial. Hmm. Which is another topic for, yeah. a, for, a, for a podcast sometimes. Just talking about age denial. Yeah. So, um, so those are some three things. I have a little category here of you know you can benefit from work in self-awareness if...
0: Oh, okay, got it. Yes. Right? If what?
1: Go for it. Okay. Oh so here's some things if these are, if these So these are people test. who are not self-aware. Yeah, these these, these are indica- tests, indica- indicators indicators. And if, if, if you're you, thinking If
0: you're
1: a psychopath. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or just highly <laughs> functioning sociopath. Um, <laughs> so yeah, two things. One, you may be thinking, "Oh, I'm pretty
0: self-aware." Yeah, I'm pretty and self-aware. Yeah. This might this be all might blow undung. it up right here. Yeah. Blow it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Okay. <coughs> If you see yourself at the center of any personality continuum, you know how what? you sort of say, oh. you sort of say, okay, well, you know, these, he's like this, and this person's like this, but I'm, I'm kind right of right in here middle. in the middle. If you live your life in the middle of any continuum, you're you wrong. probably need some help. <laughs> you know. If you
0: think you're overly but, balanced, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're,
1: yeah, if you're balanced between the two extremes, yes. you're probably not. In some things, you might be. But it's amazing how we always, we'll just find, and I've had people do this, they'll put themselves, they'll be like, you know, arrestable mm-hmm. and still put themselves like in the middle. between. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to serve 50 years. Yeah. You know? Okay. Oh, is that on your scale? You know? <laughs> yeah, you're right in the middle of that. Yeah, you get that. <laughs> so if you find yourself, you're kind of in the middle, you probably need some work of this. Yeah. Um, You have difficulty describing yourself in ways that others who know you might recognize. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you start describing yourself and people go, huh? Huh? I don't. Who are you talking about? Yes. Probably need some work in this area. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, You can't identify and describe aspects of your personality or character that others find quirky or hard to deal with. Mm hmm. Right, so you're like, you know, I don't, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty chill. I'm pretty, you know, and people look on going, oh man, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're a piece of work. you a yeah. piece of work on that. One. So, um, you find yourself regularly comparing yourself to other people, either favorably, or unfavorably. You, know, you okay. don't have enough of a sense of who you are, yeah. where you're always balancing, how am I compared to? How am I compared to? Maybe Absolutely. you're always coming out on top. I'm at least I'm better than him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're always coming down on the bottom. I'll never be as I'll good as them. Like that. But that tendency to constantly compare means you need a better sense of who you are yeah. um, before the Lord. Um, you have trouble balancing contentment with ambition,
0: <laughs>
1: right? You just you're flip between, it? you know, I should be happy. I'm not happy. I got to get this. I got to get this. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. You can't get settled on that issue. Uh, So we're we're talking again about uh, you can benefit from work in this area if some of these things apply to you. Your life goals are predominantly about things you want to do, not the person you want to be. Interesting.
0: Life goals are about the stuff you want to do rather than the person you want to be. The person you want to be. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. You can't identify prejudicial tendencies in your life.
0: Uh Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. You which, which goes with the, the balance thing too. Yeah. You know, just like I'm right in the middle. Yeah. Go yeah.
1: On. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, I don't see any prejudice in my life about mm-hmm. anything.
0: hmm
1: Really? Yeah. Um huh. you have a hard time maintaining a balance between thankfulness for your gifts and talents and taking pride in them. Hmm. So you And, and so, I would
0: even say it could go the other way too. Yeah. Thankfulness or of just like back to that worm theology. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, well there's a there's a there's a big part of this where I think that if you're going to have a true biblical self-awareness, you got to be aware of the things you do well. Yeah. You got to. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you're not, you'll take pride in them and not even know it. Yeah. Or you'll, never
0: do things that you're like called to do.
1: And yeah, and just go go with it mm-hmm. or do things that are different. Yeah. Or just be um, mopey, be mopey yeah. gazing, all those kind of things. Yeah. Um and then uh, you have a hard time maintaining a balance between awareness of your weaknesses and unbelief over them.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So you you feel yeah.
0: So that would be the navel gazing extreme too. Like the I, I got you. Yeah
1: yeah. So so you know all that's just to kind of say we. Where did this come from? What have you been like reading? Uh, it, the problem is there's not a lot out there. Mm. It's really he's
0: gotta write it. No. No.
1: <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> It's you read it. Not if he calls it the, yeah, not, not Yeah, not if you call yeah. it the eyeball finger. eyeball. Yeah, yeah. Finger, fingers <laughs> in my, you know, <laughs> eyes on my fingers. It's going to be hard to pick up. Eyes like on my fingers, man. Publishers aren't going to be like,
0: ooh, that book, please. Here's a great, here's another
1: one. He I, I realize, <laughs> here's a great example of like how, how yeah. you can, you can lose track of how much you don't realize, right? I had this happen years ago. <laughs> uh, like a, it's like a, what you t- it's like the effect, the Nadell effect. Oh right? Uh, right 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 no I don't think it's yeah bad, right it is? Well now we'll see. Here's here's the deal. So I had to cut a I had to cut a tree down in my backyard years ago. Big okay. big tree. Uh huh. Um and uh Marty, our buddy Marty of course came over and helped oh, me cut yes, it down. He helps out so I was bucking it all up with um this is you know it was it was summertime it was probably you know, probably almost ninety degrees. I'm out oh, there. I'm out. You know, in. yeah uh, you didn't call me.
0: It's so very, it's very so. Self-aware. So I'm out
1: there and I'm bucking up the tree, right? And I've got goggles on, and I'm just, you know, I'm is that the word. Bucking up, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's bucking up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay. right, sweet guys. Okay. So yeah, I, sure. I I know my lumberjack <laughs> I, <laughs> I know my <laughs> I know <laughs> my this <lumberjacket. Yeah>. so.
0: <laughs> This is how lumberjacks talk. That's right. Yeah, that's. It's a bee.
1: Yeah. Ba-ba, ba-ba. Ba-ba. So anyway, so I'm so I'm out there and I'm I'm like I'm cutting, and I and I re, I look and there's a there's a piece of blue cloth, like up on the brain. It's all laying down, so that the branches there. So there've been branches up at the top of the tree. Mm-hmm. How did a piece of blue cloth get there? As I'm starting to cut it, and I realize that's not a piece of blue cloth. That's my leg, with in uh, my what? jeans, right? And I was about to cut my leg off. Oh my gosh. And wait, uh, wait this is well, in the midst of you yeah. yeah the tree. Yeah. Because what was happening is I didn't realize that over time my <laughs> goggles were getting filled with sweat and with uh and with um sawdust. <laughs> right? Wait, man. And I <laughs> right? I don't, I don't <laughs> know
0: if this is like a common <laughs> one. On no. Okay, no, I can assure you it, this is not the Mandela effect. Yes, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this, is, <laughs> this is this <laughs> yeah. is a borderline psycho. It's an
1: illustration. It's an illustration. Because what I realized was I, I never once f- felt my goggles get clogged up. They just oh, got I clogged see. up over go. time. Mm-hmm. I just kept thinking I was seeing. I'm seeing clearly. I'm seeing clearly. It wasn't until I looked down and I thought I'm about to cut my leg off that I, <laughs> that, I that I that I actually took the goggles off and realized I can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like cut me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's, there's, so a of, there's a lot of to illustrations Rocky, there yeah. I need to <laughs> ah.
1: but, uh, Oh my goodness yeah. So the idea you know, the idea behind that is We just over trust <coughs> our self perception Yes And we lack a biblical awareness And where I see it show up Is people who don't really understand Their effect on other people mm-hmm. Therefore mm. they don't really love other people well Right um they sort of more, force other people to adapt to them yeah which isn't really loving no it's not it's very selfish um and uh and they they tend to live inside their heads in a way a lot of where they're trying to they they lack the ability that grace gives you of being able to say, be able to be truly thankful for what we have good yeah. and truly sorrow for sinful at the same time mm. and we have to have both yeah you know that's a healthy life. That's a that's a healthy Christianity that allows you to be rejoicing uh, in in humility. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of the the goal of it. My and and I, the way I apply it to myself is just yeah. I if whatever I think is true, I mm-hmm. need to have some w- ability to sort of say why do I think it's true when it yeah. comes to myself. You know, here's another way it played out for me. Um, uh, I. Most of what I learned about where my racial pregn- uh, prejudices can be, mm-hmm. I could have gotten from the Bible. Mm. There's a reason why I wasn't. Yeah, I needed somebody to challenge my assumptions about a lot of things yeah. for the Bible to open up and show me. Now it wasn't the lack the of Bible power didn't in the change. Bible. Right. Yeah. It wasn't the lack of the power of the Spirit. It's just that I I needed the Spirit to work to to open my heart up to see things that the Bible was saying that I wasn't seeing. Uh, seeing Um because I was letting my own perceptions tell the scriptures what to say. Yeah. And so it's those kind of areas where we 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 want to be very careful and God's given us this, you know, Proverbs two, you know. I'm giving you wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you insight. Seek it. Go find it. That's good. You know, you know go dig for it. <laughs> and uh, and if you do, you'll find it. And when you find it, the path will get clear. So, so that's a biblical self-awareness.